two days prior. Imagine every player's aiming coach right. Master recipes on the stove lights. The number on his jersey is the quote price. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? Everybody get it off the boat, right? Yo, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Taco, aka Seth, back at it again. We are in week 12. It has been 11 weeks of pure insanity. Just pure insanity. I don't think we've had a week that just has, hasn't had anything, like, absolutely crazy happen in it. Um, but, yeah, we're back again. Hope everybody had a good week. Um, it was pretty solid across the board, to be honest with you. Um, we went 11 for 14 on matchups, 8 for 14 over-under, uh, 8 for 14 on the spread, and then props, we went 20 for 28, so... Not too bad. Shook it pretty well this week. Um, but yeah, let's get into the last week's matchups. Uh, we had Tennessee and Green Bay on Thursday night. Uh, Titans were at a plus 140. Packers were at a minus 165. Uh, that game was actually pretty good. Let me just get my scores up here really fast. Boom. Yeah, so we had Tennessee, like I said, at a plus 140. Uh, we got the matchup there with Tennessee winning to, uh, 27 to 17. Uh, we had over of, I mean, sorry, we had an under of 42 and ended up being 44. So we were two points shy off of that one. Uh, but we did pick Tennessee plus three as well on the spread. And then we had Derrick Henry or a Woods touchdown and Henry had a touchdown. And then for the Packers, we had uh, Jones or a Lazard touchdown and those did not hit. And then we go into uh, Sunday football, which was the Chicago Bears versus the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, we had the Bears there at a plus 135. Falcons were at a minus 160. Uh, we picked the Falcons to win at the minus 160, so we got there on the matchup. Uh, we picked an over of 50 and ended up being 51, so that was pretty smooth. Uh, we had the Bears plus three. That did hit. And then we had um, Komet or Fields rush touchdown. That one did happen. And then we had Cordell or a Pitts touchdown for Atlanta, and uh, Cordell scored. So we did hit on both ends of the uh, prop there. Um, I think I put Claypool in that one as well for the Bears. So, uh, but at least if you had the Fields rush, that was nice. Uh, and then we'll go on to the Panthers versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, that was the Panthers at a plus five hundred. Ravens were at a minus seven hundred. Uh, we picked the Ravens there at the minus seven hundred. Uh, we had an over of 43.5 and, and ended up being 16. Uh, that game was kind of low scoring, and I didn't expect it to be that low, to be honest with you. That was kind of a that was a little bit of a shocker to me. Um, I think a lot of people are starting to look at the Ravens and question where the passing game even is, not even like where it's going or how it is. It's like where even is it? Um, so, yeah, we didn't get the over-under on that one. Uh, we had the Panthers plus 12, and that did hit. Um, thank God for that field goal, because then <laughs> it wouldn't have. But uh, props-wise, we had Foreman or more touchdown. The Panthers didn't score anything but the field goal, so that didn't hit. And then for Baltimore, we had uh, Drake or Lamar rush touchdown, and uh, Lamar did score, so that was nice. 
Uh, next game was the Browns versus the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we had the Bills there at a minus 420. Browns were a plus 320, so we won on the matchup there. Uh, we had the over of 44 and ended up being 54. We picked the Bills there at minus 8.5. And, and then we had Cooper or a Chubb touchdown. Cooper ended up catching a touchdown. And then we had Singletary or a Diggs touchdown, and they both had uh, touchdowns. So that was nice there. Went a little bit of a 4 for 4 action. Um, Browns kind of got it going in the beginning. I thought they were going to give the Bills a little bit more of a run for their money. But uh, after the Bills started scoring, it's just kind of like a avalanche at that point. So that was an easy one to pull off. Uh, next game was Commanders versus the Texans. Uh, Texans were at a plus 140. Commanders were at a minus 165. Uh, we had them in the money line slash the matchup. So that was good. Uh, over under, we were under 40 and a half, ended up being 33, so we hit there. Uh, we did pick the Texans plus three, that didn't work out, so we didn't hit on the spread for this game. Uh, props, we had McLaurin or Robinson touchdown, no dice. And then Texans, we had Pierce or a Dorset touchdown, no dice there either. So we went two for two on that one, wasn't too bad. Um, Washington, I feel like Texans is always a toss up when it comes to. Uh, props and spread and all that stuff. I mean, matchup-wise, you can kind of guess who's going to win, but even so, when everybody picked uh, Philadelphia that week that they lost to the Commanders, it was kind of a rough one. So uh, moving on, speaking of Philly, we have the Eagles versus the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Eagles were at a minus 345. Colts were at a plus 270. And this one actually went, I think, exactly as I kind of said it would. Um, the Eagles played a solid football game in the second half, but I feel like the Colts played really well in the first half. They had a really good run game going, and that's really been the recipe to kind of beat the Eagles at this point. Um, but we did hit on the matchup there, so it wasn't, wasn't too bad. Uh, I think the Eagles ended up, yeah, they won 17 to 16. They won with a field goal or a touchdown at the end of the game, actually. Uh, it was almost, almost a loss. But uh, we picked the over of 44.5 and a half. It ended up being 33, so that didn't go. Uh, we did pick the Colts plus 7, so that was nice. Did hit on that. And then we had A.J. Brown, Sanders, or Hurts touchdown for the Eagles, and Hurts scored. And then for the Colts, we had Taylor or a Campbell touchdown, and uh, Taylor scored, so that was good. Next game was the home game, uh, New York Jets versus the New England, ah, New England Patriots. Pats were at a minus 170. Jets were at a plus 143. Uh, we did have the Pats there. Uh, it was a really slow, slow game all up until the end, realistically. Uh, Pats won off a punt return. Um, Zach Wilson looked horrible, honestly. And a lot of a lot of people are giving him a lot of crap for what he gave in the post game. Um, I'm hearing that Robert Salah isn't even like certain that he wants to start him against the Bears next week. And even if he is, he's going to be on account. So Joe Flacco might actually end up being the starting quarterback, right, coming into the rest of the season. Or maybe they're trying to let him develop. I'm not sure. But as you can see, this uh, jet stock continues to plummet as the season continues. So we'll see if that kind of fixes itself. But I don't know. That's a huge That's a huge one there, um, especially at this point in the season when they were doing so well. So... But we did pick the Pats there at the minus 170. Uh, we had the over of 38.5. I thought this one was going to be a little bit more interesting, but uh, it ended up being 10 for a score count, so we didn't hit on the over-under. 
Um, we picked the Jets plus three. That didn't hit, so that was good. Um, we had the props as Conklin or Carter touchdown. No dice there. And then Stevenson or Thornton touchdown or a Myers touchdown for the Pats, and those didn't hit either. Uh, it was all off that punt return, so nothing too crazy from that game um, besides the matchup, I guess. And um, if you had the under, maybe if you picked the under of that game, which I probably should have thinking about how the defense has been playing, but I don't know. I felt like that game was going to be a little bit more interesting considering it was divisional, but eh, you get what you get. Next game was the L.A. Rams versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we had the Saints there at a minus 170. Rams were at a plus 143, so we hit on the matchup. Uh, over-under, we had the under of 39 and ended up being 47, so we did not hit on the over-under for there uh, for that game. And then spread, we had uh, the Rams plus 3, and we did not hit on that one as well. I think it ended up being 27 to 20, so close, but not close enough. Um... But we did, for props, have Olave uh, or a Taysom Hill touchdown, and Olave scored. And then for the Rams, we had a Robinson the second touchdown, and he scored. So I guess we went two for two there. Not too bad. Uh, two for two. Two for four there, I should say. Sorry. Um, so that's not too bad. I'll take that for that game because that was kind of a 50-50. I had that uh, written down on the side there. So I'm happy with a two for two. Uh, I wasn't too certain on what was going to happen with that one, so take it next game we got was the detroit lions versus the new york giants uh we did pick the giants here at a minus 178 and ended up being the detroit lions winning at the plus 150 uh we picked an over of 46 which ended up being 49 so that was good uh and then we had the giants minus three which did not happen um and then we had a swift or a saint brown touchdown swift scored and then we had a barkley or a jones rush touchdown and then jones had a rush touchdown uh, this game was interesting because I honestly had the Giants a little bit more of as more of as a threat, I would say, coming into this game, and they fell flat on their face. Um, don't get me wrong; once this line team offense kind of gets going with the run game and all that, they usually are hard to stop, and it's usually their defense that lets games go. But you got to be able to score more than eighteen on them to win these games, and honestly, I thought. Going into this game, they had a little bit more confidence, but it's a little bit of a slap in the face, not going to lie, going into the week. Um, but they're going to have to bounce back. They're going to have to win their divisional games for sure uh, coming forward. So, honestly, I think it was a little bit of a wake-up call for Coach Dayball just because, honestly... They might have had a little bit too much confidence, like I said, going into it. And you don't have the receivers, realistically, to, like, have that offensive threat, I would say, especially in that division. So it's it's tough to be super confident going into, like, every single game that you're just going to be able to stomp the ball running it. It just doesn't happen. Um I'm pretty sure they got one in with Matt Breda. I'm not uh, at the end of the game or something like that. But even so, like if you're not getting it going with Saquon early and you can't get the pass game going, it's it's not going to work. So the Giants are definitely a team that need to uh, reevaluate a little bit. Nothing to like panic mode about, but definitely a reevaluation that needs to happen uh, quick, fast, and in a hurry, I'd say. 
And then we move on to the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Denver Broncos. Raiders were at a plus 122. Uh, Broncos were at a plus 145. Uh, we did pick the Broncos there at the minus 145. Um, it was a close game. It ended up being a game winner at the end for the Saints. Uh, for the Saints. For the Raiders. Um, I honestly was surprised that they had enough in them to like even do that. I can't even lie. I thought that for certain it was just like cooked for the Raiders. I just, I had no hope going into this week for the Raiders. They've been playing like trash, like really bad. And I can't lie. It's hard for me to be uh, optimistic about them even going forward because they just don't have enough to put on the table. Like offensively, defensively, it's just not there. Um, they got the win this week at the plus 122. I had this as a 50-50 game because Denver is always a coin flip on whether they want to come to play or not. Um, we did not hit on the matchup, but we hit on the under of 41.5, ended up being 38. Um, we had the Raiders plus 2.5, so that was safe. We ended up picking that one. And then we had Jacobs or an Adams touchdown. Adams had two touchdowns, I believe, one of them being the game winner. And then Broncos, we had Sutton, Murray, or a Virgil touchdown, and uh, Murray ended up scoring a touchdown. Next game was Kansas City Chiefs versus the L.A. Chargers. This was a really good game as well. Um, Chiefs were a minus 305. Chargers were at a plus 240. Uh, we did pick the Chiefs there to win, and they did. Uh, so we won on the matchup. We had the over of 57, and it hit uh, over 57. We had the over of 50, and it was 57. So that one hit. Uh, and then we had the Chargers plus seven. That one hit as well. And then props, we had Kelsey touchdown or Mahomes uh, touchdowns over. I think, let's see how many he had. He had three touchdowns. His over is usually two and a half, so that probably hit too. Uh, and then we had an Eckler or a Carter touchdown, and Eckler had one touchdown as well. So we went four for four on the uh, Chiefs-Chargers game. So not too shabby on that one. Next game was the Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Vikings were a plus 100. <clears throat> Cowboys were a minus 120. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Lost my voice there for a second. Uh, Cowboys were a minus 120. Vikings were a plus 100. Uh, we did pick the Vikings there at the plus 100. It didn't really work out. They got absolutely slapped by the Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys came out swinging, so I give them a lot of props for that. Um, their stock definitely has gone up from last week's talks about where everybody was placed, which I'll kind of go over a little bit. Um, anybody that was confused on last week's episode, by the way, too, sorry about that. Honestly, it didn't really uh, gauge my time too well when it came to where, uh, how much time I had for uh, the podcast itself. So um, it was a little bit chopped at the end of like the playoff, well, stock picture, I should say. Um, when I do the episode about the playoffs, I'll be able to like write it out a little bit more. So it's, it won't be on the fly. Uh, I'll do a little bit better time management with that one. So, um, yeah. So like I said, we did have the Vikings there. Didn't end up working out. We had the over of 47 and a half ended up being 43. So that one didn't hit. Uh, we picked the Vikings plus one that didn't go. Uh, but we did have a Pollard or a Schultz touchdown. Pollard had two touchdowns. I'm pretty sure Zeke had two touchdowns too. And then we had a Jefferson or a Cook touchdown, and they kicked one field goal. Forty of those points were Dallas. So that doesn't explain what happened. I don't know what does. Uh, then we had Cincinnati versus the Steelers. 
Uh, Steelers were at a plus 180. The Bengals were at a minus 220. Uh, we picked the Bengals there at a minus 220. Um, we had the over of 41. Ended up being 67. Uh, we picked the Bengals minus 5. That one ended up hitting. And then we had a Mixon or a Higgins or a Boyd touchdown. Those didn't happen. Mixon ended up getting a concussion. So, obviously, that one can't really predict that. But that one obviously isn't going to hit. And then Steelers, we had a Pickett or a Pickens touchdown and Pickens had a touchdown. So one of those guys that had the same type of name caught it. So that's pretty good. Um, so that was the Sunday games. Um, the Chiefs-Chargers game was the Sunday night game. I just had that uh, earlier up in the, the schedule on my list. And then Monday night football was the Niners versus the Cardinals. That was last night. Uh, Niners were a minus 365, cards were a plus 285. Um, over under for that one was 43, <clears throat> 43 and a half. Oh my god, losing my voice. <clears throat> oh, was 43. Oh my god, hold on one second. Alrighty, sorry about that. Need definitely needed a drink. Um, voice was already caving out early on, still got the whole ha- other half of the episode. Um, like I said, we had the 49ers minus 365 before I got cut off. Uh, we did hit there. We had the over of 43 and a half and ended up being 48. So that was good. Uh, we had the Cardinals plus eight that didn't end up happening. Uh, we should have probably just stuck with the 49ers minus eight, but we picked the Cardinals plus eight. Um, and then props for that one. We had McCaffrey or a Debo touchdown. Uh, Debo had a touchdown, and then we had a Hopkins or a Connor touchdown, and Connor had a touchdown. So we went uh, three for four there, so not too bad. And then the question of the week was, which team should be more concerned with a loss that they had in week 10, and what could they do to bounce back from this? Um, My buddy Fitzy uh, couldn't put in the answer for Spotify, but he ended up telling me that he thought that the Bills had the most significant loss in week 10, um, and that the one way that they could bounce back was having that big win that they did. So that was pretty good. Um, moving on to next week, we have Thanksgiving Day games. It is going to be a wild Thanksgiving. I hope everybody has a good Thanksgiving just to start. Um, everybody having good food and with their family and stuff like that so that'll be fun um but yeah we got a good day of football as well so we're gonna go right to thursday's game on thanksgiving and start with the first game which is the buffalo bills versus the detroit lions uh bills are at a minus 440 uh lions are at a plus 335 over under for this one is 54 and they have the bills at a uh, minus nine favorite all right so this one is definitely going to be interesting. So, I definitely am going to pick the Bills here on the matchup at the minus 440. Um, it's tough because the Bills have been playing still, like, they always play good football, but I feel like people are starting to catch up a little bit, and I'm going to be safe here. I'm going to take the under of 54. Uh, that one's a little bit of a 50-50. If you want to take the over, that's not a bad idea either because both of these teams like to put up a lot of points. Um, but I'm going to go Bills minus 440, but I am going to take the Lions plus 9 uh, just to be safe on that one because you never know what could happen. 
Uh, and then for the props for this one, I'm going to go Singletary or a Diggs touchdown. And then Lions, I'll say Swift or a St. Brown touchdown. Basically the same as last week. So uh, if you had the last week's one, it's basically the same as this one. So uh, Next Thanksgiving game is the Giants versus Cowboys. I believe that one is at 4.30. Yeah, that one's at 4.30. So we got the New York Giants at a plus 328. We got the Cowboys at a minus 430. Uh, Over-under for this one is 44.5. And and the Cowboys are a minus 9 favorite. Uh, This is a divisional game. It's always a good divisional. Having a divisional game on Thanksgiving, I should say. Um, I personally think this is going to be a really good one. Even though the Giants had a pretty rough week last week against the Lions. They should bounce back against the Cowboys. Um... I am going to be safe. I'm going to pick the Cowboys here at the minus 430 just because they kind of feel like they have a rhythm. Um, I felt like that rhythm kind of got shown when they played the Vikings last week, but nevertheless, it is a divisional game, so you never know. Um, But it is in Dallas, so I am going to pick the uh, Cowboys minus 430. I'm going to take an over 44.5. feel like this could get high scoring. Uh, But I am going to take the Giants plus 9 just to be safe. Uh, on the prop side, I'm going to go uh, Jones Rush or a Saquon touchdown or a Matt Breda touchdown because he's been catching some on the goal line. And then for the Cowboys, I'd say either a Pollard or a Zeke or a Gallup touchdown. Uh, let me just add Zeke in there because I'm just going to add the third. And then the 8 o'clock game is going to be my boys, New England Patriots versus the Minnesota Vikings. They got the Vikings at a minus 145. Pats are at a plus 122. Over-under for this one is 42. And the Vikings are a minus 3 favorite. So, here's my thing. I think this game could end up being a 50-50 ball. Because, in all seriousness, our defense can realistically put a lot of pressure onto Kirk Cousins. And our corners are really good at, like shutting down receivers so it realistically could happen but here's my thing Dalvin Cook could absolutely just run all over us and turn it into a free-for-all so I'm gonna go safe I'm gonna pick the Vikings at the minus 145 I'm gonna take an over of 42 and then I'll take the Pats at plus three for the spread um just because realistically anything can happen especially with a plus three spread it's kind of like a toss a coin toss so I'll take the Vikings on the matchup, but I'll take the Pats plus three. Um, Home team anyway, so I'll probably end up making one with the Pats as well. Um, But like I said, Vikings on the money line for like a lock. 42 over uh, plus three for the Pats. And then for the props for this one, I'm going to go Stevenson or a Folk field goals over. And then for the Vikings, I'd say Jefferson or a Cook or a Thielen touchdown. Next, we have the Sunday games, which is the starter off Buccaneers versus Browns. Buccaneers are a minus 160. Browns are a plus 135. Uh, Over-under for this one is 43.5, and and the Buccaneers are a minus 3 favorite. See, I'm going to go risky with this one, and I'm going to go with Browns plus 135. I just, I don't know. I feel like this would be a week where they can get it going. Um, it is kind of a risk, so I'd say 50-50. If you want to go Buccaneers, that's obviously the safer choice here, but I would, I'm would i going to go with Browns plus 135. I just got a good feeling about that one. 
Um, Over-under is 43.5. I'm going to take the over. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns plus three here as well. And then for odds, for props, I'm going to go Fournette or a Godwin touchdown. And then Browns, I'd say Chubb or a Cooper touchdown. Those are usually the two that are getting them. So, yeah, we're going to go roll risky here and go Browns plus 135 here against the Buccaneers on Sunday. Uh, next game is the Bengals versus the Titans. They got Cincinnati at a minus 120. They got Titans at a plus 100. Uh, over-under is 42.5, and, and the Bengals are a minus 1.5 favorite. So we are going to go with the underdog here again and roll with Tennessee at the plus 100. Uh, I just feel like they had a really good week 11. Um they played really well against the Packers. They got the ball running. They were throwing the ball pretty well, and the defense played really well. So if they can shut down Joe Burrow and kind of keep it locked in, they can get scores on the board and win this game. So I'm going to roll with the Tennessee Titans at plus 100. Uh, I'm going to take an over of 42.5. That one's a little bit of a 50-50. If you go under, that's safe as well. Uh, I'm going to take the Titans plus 1.5 as well. And then for the odds for props, I'll say... Bengals, I'll say Perrine or Higgins touchdown because I'm not sure if Mixon's going to come back from concussion protocol. And then Titans, I'm going to go with uh, Hunter, Hunter Henry, <laughs> Derek Henry or uh, Hooper for a touchdown. I'm thinking of Hunter Henry on the pass for some reason. But yeah, I'm going to go with Derek Henry or Hooper for a touchdown on the Titans there. Uh, next game is Texans versus Dolphins. Texans are at a plus 460. Dolphins are at a minus 650. Uh, over-under for this one is 45.5, and, and then the Dolphins are a minus-12 favorite. Not really much you're going to get from this one, I don't think. I think it should be a pretty simple win. If not, it will be a semi-close, but Dolphins pulling it out sort of thing, in my opinion. A um, little bit of a hefty odd in minus-650, so it's kind of tough there. Uh, but I would pick the Dolphins on the money line, if anything. I'm going to take the under 45.5, and a half. And then I'd probably take the Dolphins minus 12 just to be safe and for a better for better odds sake. Um, just because you'll pro- the minus 650 versus a minus like 120 for the minus 12 is pretty significant difference. So um, props for that one, I'd say Pierce or a fair Baron field goal is over. And then for the Dolphins, I'd say either a Hill, a Moster, or a Waddle touchdown. Next game we got is Bears versus Jets. Uh, Bears are at a plus 180. Jets are at a minus 220. Over-under for this one is 41.5, and New York is a minus 4.5 favorite. So this one, this one's going to be 50-50 because, like I said, they are not happy with Zach Wilson right now, and that team looked putrid, putrid in Gillette when they played New England. Don't get me wrong, New England didn't look too crazy either on offense, but at least they put it together on defense across the board. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to pick the Jets at the minus 220 just because they are at home. They should bounce back even if Zach Wilson's is on, like, a cap or, like, they have him on the clock, as they say. I'm going to pick them minus 220 on the matchup. I'm going to go under 41.5, and, and then I'm going to go Bears plus 4.5 because if Flacco ends up coming into this game... I'm guessing that's because it got out of hand and or they don't know what to do and they want a chance at winning the game. So I'm going to pick the Bears plus four and a half just in case something goes wrong. And then props, we're going to go Fields Rush touchdown or a Herbert touchdown. And then for the Jets, I'd say Carter or a Conklin touchdown. 
All right, next Sunday game is Falcons versus Commanders. We got the Falcons at a plus 175, Commanders at a minus 210. Over-under for this one is 42.5, and, and the Commanders are a minus 4 favorite. So the Commanders actually the last couple of weeks have been the favorite to win, and rightfully so because their defensive unit has been playing really solid. Um, but I am going to go with Atlanta this week at the plus 175 on the matchup. Um, I just feel like they had a good week against the Bears last week. They should be able to win and go even 6-6 six and six this week. They can beat the Commanders at the plus 175. It's just a matter of how many points they let up and how many points they can realistically like put up in the run game, I think, personally. Not just in general, in the run game. Um, but yeah, I'll take the Falcons plus 175. I'm going to take an over of 42 and a half, and then I'll take the Falcons plus four as well. Um, odds for props, I'd go Patterson or a Bird touchdown, and then for the Commanders, I'd say McLaurin or a Robinson touchdown. Next game is the Denver Broncos versus the Panthers. Uh, we got the Broncos at a minus 135, and they got Carolina at a plus 115. Over-under is 36, and the Broncos are a minus 2.5 favorite. <clears throat> so here's my thing. I have the Broncos here in the money line just to kind of just to, just to put it out there. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing. I don't trust Russell Wilson. I don't trust that Denver Broncos team for anything. They are poop. Like, terrible. I don't get how week after week they get put as a favorite, just sneaking out wins here and there, but they've been playing like crap. With that being said, yeah, I'll take them, like I said, at the minus 135 just to be safe. I'll take the over at 36, but I'm going with the Panthers plus 2.5. And And if people pick the Panthers plus 115, I wouldn't really be surprised. This is the biggest 50-50 game of the year, I'd say, because Denver should not be... This shouldn't even be a question if you really look at it team to team. But that's just how it is. And, I mean, yeah. It's been, like, kind of a little bit better for the Broncos. But they just lost last last on Sunday to the Raiders. They had an easy game to win. And they lose it off a 35-yard touchdown in OT. Like, come on, man. You got you to gotta play better than that. So, we're going to go Broncos 135. We'll go over 36. We're taking the Panthers plus 2.5. And then for props, I'd say Wilson Rush touchdown or a Sutton touchdown. And then for the Panthers, I'd say Foreman or a Marshall touchdown. All right, next game, just have to turn the pages over, was the Baltimore Ravens versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. We have the Ravens at a minus 210. Jags are a plus 170. Over-under for this one is 44. And the Ravens are a minus four favorite. So, as I said before, the Ravens really need to figure out where that pass game is and if it even is existent because it's it's starting to get to the end of the season. And this is where you really need to kick it on with everything at full power. Um, this would be the game that you could kind of test the waters with that, playing the Jags. Um, so I'm going to take the Ravens here at a minus 210. Uh, I'll take it under a 44. I don't know if this game gets too out of hand. You might want to go 50-50, but I'm just going to go under just to be safe. Uh, I'll take the Ravens minus four as well just because I feel like 
even if the pass game doesn't go too well, they should still be able to take this game at least by a touchdown. So props will go Lamar rush touchdown or a Drake touchdown. And then for the Jags, I'd say NTN or a Kirk touchdown. Next game is Chargers versus Cardinals. Chargers are at a minus 180. Cardinals are at a plus 155. Over-under for this one is 47.5. And And then they got the Chargers at a minus 3.5 favorite. So the Cards are coming off a loss to the 49ers. They kind of got slapped around. And the Chargers are coming off a pretty close game to the Chiefs, to be honest. So the odds here are pretty pretty, uh, self-telling, I should say. I'd say I'm going to take the Chargers here at the minus 180. Um, the Cardinals have been playing decently, but then they just like have a game like they did yesterday where it just it, you don't see anything. It's just not there. Um, but with that being said, like I said, I'll take the Chargers minus 180. I'm going to take under 47.5 on the over-under. Uh, on the spread, I'm going to take the Chargers plus 3. Um, plus. I'm going to take the Chargers minus 3.5. And then props, we're going to go Eckler or a Carter or a Palmer touchdown for the Chargers. So Eckler, Carter, or Palmer. And then Cardinals, I'd say Hopkins or Connor or a Dorch touchdown. Just going to add Dorchy in there. Dorch has been a really good receiver for the Cardinals this year. He just hasn't been able to get as many touchdowns as he probably could with how the offense works. So it's tough. Uh, next game is Raiders versus Seahawks. Seahawks are a minus 195. Raiders are a plus 162. Overrunner for this one is 47.5. And And then the Seahawks are a minus 3.5 favorite. That water is doing wonders for this voice because I feel like I haven't cracked yet. So we're good. We're doing good. Seahawks minus 195 seems like the safest bet here in my opinion. Um, Like I said about the Raiders, they did get that win against the Broncos. But it is the Broncos, so it always is a coin flip on whether they want to come to play. Um, I feel like the Seahawks are going to come off of their bye and kind of just come out swinging. Um, they really knew, really need to come out swinging because they should not have lost to the Buccaneers, in my opinion. Um, but I'm going to pick the Seahawks minus 195. I'm going to take the over of 47 and a half there. I'm going to take the Seahawks minus three and a half. And then props, I'm going to go with Adams or uh, Jacobs touchdown. And then for the Seahawks, I'd say Walker the third or a Lockett touchdown. And... You know what? We'll toss the Metcalf touchdown in there as well. Just in case my boy wants to catch one. All right, next Sunday game is another hefty uh, split, which is the L.A. Rams versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Rams are at a plus 700. Chiefs are at a minus 1,100. This is probably the biggest split we've seen so far. Um, Unless that Bills game was more. It might have been more. I forget, but I'm not too sure. This is probably the biggest one I've seen in the last couple of weeks, at least. Um, so, last time these teams met, it was a big scoring game. Um, I don't think it'll be as high of scoring, but I still am going to take the over of 44. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus 1,100 on the money line. Uh, I am going to take the Rams plus 14.5 just because I feel like the Chiefs defense has been a little bit sus. Uh, lately, so if they can put points on the board, they can definitely stay within 15 points, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I'll go Chiefs on the money line, uh, over a 44. I'll take the Rams plus 14 and a half. And then for the props, I'd probably say Robinson the second or Higby touchdown. 
And then for the Chiefs, we'll go with old reliable of Kelsey or Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns. Next game we got is the New Orleans Saints versus the San Francisco 49ers. We got the Saints at a plus 325. Niners are at a minus 400. Over-under for this one's 42. And then the Niners are ah, the Niners are a minus 8 favorite. Um, so the Saints had a pretty decent game last week against the Rams, but they're another team that they play really good against these teams that are struggling, and then once it's time to show up against a good team, they don't really do it too often. Um, so with that being said, I'll, I will take the Niners here, minus 400 on the matchup. Uh, I'll take it over a 42 just in case these teams like to drop a couple of points on each other. And then I'd say minus 8 to the Niners is pretty safe for the spread. Uh, Props-wise, I'll go with Olave or Kamara touchdown for the Saints. And then for San Fran, I'd say Samuel or an Ayuk or a Kittle touchdown. Got a couple of options there. Last Sunday game is the... Right, is this the night game? Yep, Packers versus Eagles. Uh, Green Bay is at a plus 250. Philly is at a minus 320. Over-under for this one's 46.5, and and the Eagles are a minus 7 favorite. I honestly think that the Packers are kind of tucking it in. They're wrapping it up, so... um, I'm going to go with the Eagles here at the minus 320. I feel like that Titans that Titans loss last week is a little bit of a nail in the coffin. Uh, they're not really looking at anywhere close to playoffs, so they're kind of tucked in a little bit. So I'm going to take the Eagles minus 320. Um, I'm actually going to switch my pick of over 40, 46.5. I'm actually going to pick the under, and then I'm going to go with the Eagles minus 7. And then for props, I'd go Jones or a Crosby over on field goals for the Packers. And then for the Eagles, I'd say Hertz rushing touchdown or an A.J. Brown touchdown or a Miles Sanders touchdown. Another game that has a lot of open props. And then we move on to last but certainly not least, the Steelers versus the Indianapolis Colts. We got the Colts at a minus 145, Steelers at a plus 122. Over-under for this one is 39, and the spread is minus 2.5 to the Colts. This one was an interesting one to choose because I feel like the Steelers have kind of been keeping it together with teams these last couple weeks. Um, I am going to pick the Colts minus 145 just because of the last two weeks they've had as well. Um, Jeff Saturday has kind of whooped them into shape, so I think that it looks pretty promising going forward. I'm not saying anything too crazy, but it looks promising coach-wise going forward for the Colts. That's good. Uh, So I'll take them as a minus 145. Um, I'm going to take the under of 39 there. I'm going to take the Colts minus 2.5 on the spread. And then if we're going to go props, I'd say for the Steelers, Najee Harris or a Pickett Rush touchdown. And then for the Colts, I'd say Taylor or a Pittman Jr. touchdown. Alrighty. That was the last one for week 12. We are going to be having the craziest Thanksgiving games I think that we've had in the last couple of years. I think I'm just predicting that. I'm, I'm not trying to say that just because the Pats are playing. I think that New York-Dallas game at 430 is going to be crazy. And I also think that Buffalo and Detroit at 1230 is actually going to be pretty crazy too. 
I think honestly, New England and Minnesota will be the least, if not, yeah, like the least entertaining of the night. But I still think it will be entertaining, in my opinion. But of those three games, it's going to be the least of the three. And like, I just think Thanksgiving game is going to be crazy. Um, but yeah, question of the week is definitely going to be which first place team in each division has the best chance in the playoffs. Like, just either going to the Super Bowl or just winning, like, in the playoffs. So, let's go and write these down. So, we got a choice of Miami, Baltimore, Tennessee, uh, Kansas City, In the AFC. And then when we go to the NFC, we got Eagles, Minnesota, Tampa, and San Fran. So, you know what? We'll just go with, we'll make it easy. So, question of the week will be, which one of those first place teams has the best chance to go to the Super Bowl? So, we got Miami, Baltimore, Tennessee, Kansas City for the AFC. And then for the NFC, I'd say Eagles, Minnesota, Tampa, or San Fran. You can choose one of these teams. If you think one of the other teams has a better chance, by all means, uh, type it into the the little box, and I will definitely read it out and give it a shot. I'm not against anybody's answers. Like I said, I'm open to putting them on the podcast each and every week, no matter what what your opinion is on it. on the question, I should say, whatever your opinion is on the question, I'll gladly take it into account. And like I said, if you want to answer the question, it'll always end up on the podcast next week. So this week, like I said, first place teams, if you have another team, feel free to add that in. But that'll be the question of the week this week. All right. We are half, more than halfway through now, the season. Uh, we're going to be coming on to week 12, week 13, and week 14. Um, like I said, I want to do that playoff picture slash podcast with Tyler before week 14. So probably around week 13, we'll do that. Uh, but that will have the whole like playoff picture, um, stock sort of thing updated. Um, we'll do that week 13 so that we can kind of have that all before stuff starts getting too crazy. So I feel like after week 15, it's a little bit too late to go into the playoff picture and where you think teams are going to rank because it's kind of a little bit easier to determine where they're going to go. Uh, so I like to do that around week 13 just to kind of give it a little bit more of a, a movement, I'd say. But, yeah, I hope everybody has a really good Thanksgiving. Uh, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. Everybody get a full belly. Everybody get a nice, good meal good turkey if you eat that anything else that you eat have mashed potatoes mac and cheese all that stuff everybody has some yummy food um but yeah it's been your boy taco a little bit of a late podcast tonight we're at 8 22 p.m usually doing this during the afternoon but get a little bit of a late start but got it done it's done on the day hope everybody has a good thanksgiving again it's been your boy peace